As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Hey guys, what's up? Michael Oldroyd here. The one, the only Michael Oldroyd. Actually, I found somebody named Michael Oldroyd on Facebook. I think he's uh, a dude from England, and he's gay, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look him up again, but uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to see about that. Anywho... Um, good to be back. It was fun recording last Thursday uh, with A. Marie Castillo. She uh, she was fun. Uh, appreciated her joining us. Uh, if you didn't get a chance yet to listen to it, give it a give it a listen. Uh, it's over a controversial topic. Uh, a. Marie uh, brought up Louis C.K. last like two weeks ago at the Westside Comedy Theater, and she was quoted. Uh, quickly in an article and then it just kind of spread like wildfire a bunch of people wanted to interview her because she was expressing how excited she was to bring up Louie and um, you know had some things to say that you know that he deserved a second chance etc so of course some people took that um, the wrong way and thought that he she was all of a sudden defending him you know and his actions and it's it's never that black and white or it rarely is unless you're Kanye West and Donald Trump um Nevertheless, though, uh, it was fun having her on, and here we are. It's a new day. It's a new week. Uh, right now, it's actually Tuesday, October 23rd, 2018. Um, Adam Sandler's Netflix special is coming out today. It's his first Netflix special. I'm pretty excited about it, and I'll talk about it in a minute, but in the meantime, I did want to go over some high-level things going on in the world that I think are worth I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a new section to the podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. It's a fourth section that's going to be at the first part of the podcast. It's the things that are going on in the world that I found interesting enough to want to talk about, which I'm going to get to that point where I just talk about the things that I feel like talking about, right? That's kind of the cool thing about being the executive producer of this podcast is I really can talk about anything I want and nothing that I want. I'm always open to suggestions, of course, from my fans, and I appreciate those of you that um, give me feedback and uh, you know talk about things that you'd like to hear that's always fun and helpful I always take that into consideration Um, but uh, I do want to jump into some things that I think by the way if you hear a a noise in the background I got this new little puppy that's down here by my feet and she's chewing on this bone or it's a he actually his name is Gatsby he's a foster we rescued him because uh, he was at a location where if nobody rescued him, then they would have to euthanize, or, or I think that's the right word, put him down, right? So Gatsby is creating a ruckus here in my house, chewing on this bone, and it stinks. Um, his breath smells bad, uh, probably because he likes to lick feet and chew on my toenails, which I clipped the other day, uh, and I'll tell you about that later. Nevertheless, though, uh, let's jump into what's going on in the world while Gatsby chews on this bone near my feet. He has no idea that I'm recording a podcast and that he's disturbing it. And that's one of the things that, you know, that's that's how puppies are. They don't know, right? And that's what makes them cute. In- ignorance is bliss, right? Uh, forgive, I'm still recovering from that cold that you guys sensed from the last podcast. I, I feel better. Thank you for asking. Uh, but I do have the residuals or after effects of the cold. It's the opposite of like residuals that you get when you are in a movie, right? Where you get positive residuals. Uh, you make money every time the movie is shown or whatever the contract is that you work out. For this particular situation, um, I have cold residuals. Uh, I have a little bit of a cough, a little bit of a sinusy sound to my voice. Not very sexy. Uh, some girls might like it. Some Some humans, some... Some creatures attracted to me may like my voice. I don't know. I really don't know. You might be listening to my voice right now thinking to yourself, wow, I've never really realized what a sexy voice Mike has before, but that sinus, that sinus sound really turns me on. It really makes me horny. 
Anyway, let's let's jump right into things that are more interesting to the new viewers. Uh, see, I like to I like to get you guys hooked, right? I talk about things that are going on in the world, and then I slowly go into my personal life. It's kind of like a relationship where, you know, you start off trying to impress the other person, doing all the right things, and then as time goes on and that person needs you more and more, you slowly implement implement who you truly are, and you can relax. Uh, at least that's what my girlfriend is doing to me from what I can tell uh, the girl that's living with me. You know, she got this puppy without even asking me whether or not she could get it. So that's a whole nother story. I'll get to it later. All right, let's talk about what's relevant. Halloween's coming up. Are you guys excited? You doing anything fun? You gonna dress up? Yeah, I, I, Halloween's always one of my favorite holidays. Um, in my building, you have to fill out a, uh, you have to add your name to a list if you want to uh, let the rest of the residents know that you're open to trick-or-treaters trick stopping by. And that's because uh, some of, I guess, the privacy, out of, out of respect for privacy in my building, they don't want people just getting random knocks on Halloween unless you've allowed. So if you're a parent with kids and you live in my building and you want to take your kids trick-or-treating in my building, you have to follow the list of people that are open to trick-or-treaters, right? Talk about freaking soft, right? I mean, I respect that for my building, but come on, you know? I myself am going to dress up and go around from room to room in my building, and uh, I am very excited. I think I might dress up as, as either Kanye West or Donald Trump, just to, you know, just to scare everybody. Um, no, it'll be a good time. Um, in the world of football right now, we're in the middle of football season. The New York Giants had Monday night football last night against the the Falcons. The Falcons have a new stadium. I didn't even realize it until last night. I don't even know when they got one. Uh, as you guys know, Sean Witherspoon, my buddy, played for the Falcons for a long time. They have a, a nice new stadium called the Mercedes-Benz Museum. Or, um, uh, not museum, uh, stadium. And, uh... Very nice field. The The Falcons came away with a W. Kind of came down to the end there. We thought for a second Eli Manning might have it in him to, to come back. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. was making some, some big plays last night, but they just didn't. There was some I don't know why the coach was calling, you know, QB sneaks on the goal line when there was only a couple seconds left and we needed to come back and get a score. When I say we, I'm talking about the New York Giants. They ran the clock out. If you guys don't care about football, you probably don't give two shits about this update right here um do, do you guys play fantasy football at all uh i don't or because i played real football okay sorry to be cocky here but <laughs> i don't play fantasy all right thank you very much uh i did play fantasy for a little bit and i don't appreciate how it objectifies football players all right i'm gonna start a march because football players are humans that's what it's gonna say on the front of my sign it's gonna say football players are humans too how do you feel you know, if someone was trading you on, on some fake market, you know, for money, and the only reason you paid attention anymore is because, you know, uh, because you cared about the, the productivity, you know? Like, what is this thing? What is this world coming to? I had a friend who, I have a friend, Dustin Hempstead, who did one of my shows recently, and I loved his, his little uh, spiel on, he thinks it would be fun for real world fantasy, Right, meaning that uh, you know, if you're an electrician, for example, if you show up late to your work, we get to drop you from our roster and you know bet on somebody else with a normal job. So um, I thought that that was pretty fun. I liked that. I think he'd be on board. He's probably going to be there in the march with me, where where it comes to no more fantasy football for the objectifying manner that it has on our human being athlete friends. Right? I. Uh, when I, I tried fantasy football for a little bit a few years ago, and guess what? I drafted all my friends, guys like Sean Witherspoon. They were on my roster, regardless of what number they were that week, uh, as far as the, the best players to, to play for that upcoming week, according to the statistics generated online by robots. You know what? I, 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 I doubled down on my friends, guys, right? Because I have a heart, you know? That's why my buddy Caleb Medley is betting on me to become famous it's because he's got a heart he's betting on his friend you know what i mean and that's what's up speaking of that it was mizzou homecoming last weekend we're going to talk about that later uh but going back to the worldly updates 
be safe if you go trick-or-treating guys that's my that's how I'm aren't you glad you listened to this so far everything that I've talked about just kind of rambling around from topic to topic how, how how special was it it was worth that whole thing 10 minutes in and you got to get that one piece of advice hey be careful this year if you go trick-or-treating I did that for you guys I know it was worth the wait it was like a, a really long setup with a really really worth it punchline right there you know what I mean make sure you're safe when you go trick-or-treating okay and brush your teeth if you eat too much candy okay all right um, here's something that I, I have noticed recently Elon Musk is going a little bit crazy on Twitter guys I think he's uh, joining the Kanye West Donald Trump category on Twitter I, I think since uh, they've asked him to step down from Tesla I've been watching some of his tweets and and I'm kind of entertained I'm he, he seems like he's going rogue a little bit you know kind of like I've been kind of going rogue since I since I started pursuing comedy full-time and you know I'm not no longer working in healthcare anymore aside from just delivering laughter which is the best medicine I feel like uh Elon Musk is going rogue I, I don't know exactly what this tweet means but it said I heart anime it was a black heart too kind of intriguing and then he and then he responded to his own tweet saying uh I own a chibi wolverine I don't know what a chibi wolverine is but there was no context to this thread and I find it very intriguing. Uh, not intriguing enough for me to Google Chibi Wolverine. Actually, I, I will. If somebody could please go ch Google Chibi Wolverine, I'd love to know. It's C-H-I-B-I -I Wolverine. I don't know why Elon Musk is tweeting things like this. I don't know if you guys knew this, but he also bought Fortnite last week and then deleted it and then he tweeted about it uh, and said, you're welcome, basically. Uh, so I, uh, I find that very entertaining it's it's a huge dick move to all the fortnite lovers out there but well is it making the world a better place i don't know i guess tbd on that it depends on your perspective but i can guarantee there's a lot of kids out there that didn't didn't know who elon musk was before and maybe they they did know i don't know but either way i'm sure there's a lot of upset kids and he might uh he might need to watch out you might need to watch out because there's some kids out there. It's kind of like when Billy Madison messed with that weird nerd in high school that Steve Buscemi played. Steve Buscemi played in, in Billy Madison. And he called him up several years later to apologize for making fun of him. I think that Elon Musk, I hope I hope he didn't, but he might have created some of that bad karma that Adam Sandler did. So he might, he might owe some people an apology or, or something of that nature so that some of these, so that some, not some of these, I shouldn't, Categorized, but some weirdo doesn't grow up later and like uh, attack Elon Musk, right? Anyway, uh, I saw this picture of the new Bane on a on an advertisement for Gotham, right? That TV show, the Batman show, and it looked like Elon Musk wearing the mask. I don't know if if I if that was a a meme that I saw that was generated to look like Elon Musk. I'm not exactly sure, but whatever I saw on Twitter there and didn't really focus much on it, it, it looked like Musk. So somebody do the research on that one for me, please. Uh, I think it's it's interesting enough. Speaking of superheroes, you like that transition? Daredevil season three is back, guys. I'm very excited by this. I personally love the show Daredevil. Uh, Matthew Michael Murdoch, The Devil of Hell's Kitchen. Uh, the first two seasons... I had a great time, and then I was just waiting for like a few years for the next season to come out. I, to come out, I, I binge watched them, and I was so disappointed. You know, they wanted these other Marvel, Netflix things, and and it's it's it did not make me aroused having to wait so long. I've had blue balls, and I have about a fourteen roper saved up for this new um, for this new season of, of Daredevil. Uh, I am excited. I used to live in Hell's Kitchen, and uh, you know I, I felt like I identified with Matthew Michael Murdoch. I, I really liked that character. You know he's a badass, and uh, he's he's fr he's good with the ladies. You know what I mean? He's good with the ladies. So with that said, um, speaking of that, Netflix is two billion dollars. They they're trying to raise two billion dollars. Apparently, apparently they spent a bunch like ten billion. 
and they, they're, they're out there seeking more funding. So apparently the shareholders are not excited that Netflix appears to be overextending or over leveraging themselves, guys, right? Because money isn't real. It's just, it's just, it's just the perceived ability for leverage, right? That's all the money is. That's all that money is, guys. It's just a bunch of ones and zeros in a computer. If you think about it, cash has less value than uh, than a computer fluctuating screen. And usually, m money is not stagnant. Did you guys know that? Money is not stagnant. So, yeah, the market uh, doesn't seem to appreciate that. I don't know what Netflix is trading at right now. I know the investors are mad. I also know that the market has not been doing well lately, guys. The stock market has not been tearing it up, as they say. As they say, it's been dipping, right? If I'm not mistaken, that's kind of what a bear market is known as. See how I'm kind of educated? I have a feeling that my demographic is not targeted towards finance buffs. So as a result of that, I do want to kind of just throw out little nuggets of information. A bear market appears to be what we're, we're in right now. The Dow Jones is consistently been going down for the most part over the last several weeks. I know that my portfolio is uh, has been has taken a big hit. Um, luckily, for the bull market is when the uh, when the when the market is on the rise, right? And uh, you can tell that because down I live down by Wall Street and there's a big statue of a bull. We all want a bull, right? You rub the you rub the balls of the bull. To give you good luck, right? There's a, the bull, the balls of the bull are very shiny because everybody rubs them, because there's a superstition that your your funds will increase in value. Um, I am gonna, I, I guess what I'm gonna say next is it's just sort of a humble brag, but as the market has gone down, I actually recently gave out a personal loan to a friend, and I'm very satisfied with that decision. Because a decent chunk of my portfolio uh, I had given up um, for a friend who needed money and we agreed on a on a on an interest rate that really makes my dick hard uh, the interest rate I, I don't need to go into it, but let's just put it this let's just put it this way um, I'm making a hell of a lot more than the stock market right now by taking a, a portion of my funds and putting them into this personal loan out there at a, at a guaranteed, well, I hope it's, I mean, he's my friend, so that's as guaranteed as it can get, right? Um, and uh, while the markets are going down, my funds are going up. So, you know, it's all about uh, risk aversion, ladies and gentlemen, and timing of the markets. But I, I can't claim to know that I knew that the, the stock market would go down. I just... I'm getting lucky in that way. Um, I hope it goes back up there. I hope it goes back up. It's, yeah, I don't know why I'm talking about this. It doesn't matter whether I hope it goes up or not. Uh, that doesn't change whether or not it will go up. But for those of you out there who have seen a dip in your own portfolio, stay strong. All right. If you have no idea what the heaven I'm talking about, then uh, ignorance is bliss. Uh, you're you're strong as a result. And um, if you've been shorting the market, well, congratulations to you. All right? Um, and for those of you that don't know what shorting the market is, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, you probably won't ever know because you probably won't ever dabble in those types of things. Uh, nevertheless, let's move on to the world of entertainment slash comedy and go into those updates, right? So that, that first section there was the new worldly updates, things that I think are, are worth talking about. Um, I don't really like to get into politics much unless it's, you know, something silly like, you know, Trump and, and uh, whoever that guy is that he's going against, I guess, are, are going back and forth like with childish uh, disses on each other. I don't even know. I, I forget who that guy is, that politician. I don't, what are they getting ready for the primaries? I, I don't freaking know. Apparently voting is coming up in a, in a couple of weeks, but not for your president. Uh, early November is for that halfway term, right? So I guess he's two years in now, but whatever, whatever, um, roles are up for renewal or, um, you know, 
you know, getting somebody new in office, whatever those are, I guess uh, November is the time. Everyone keeps on talking about voting. I'm registered. Are you registered? Awesome. I'm so glad that I'm like talking about things that are relevant going on in the world. Gosh, I give it up for me. You know what I mean? I really give it up for me. All right. Uh, you guys going to watch the Adam Sandler Netflix special tonight? I'm very excited. I, uh, you know, speaking of Netflix, that's probably one of the reasons why Netflix is, uh, I don't know if they're in debt necessarily. I do know that they're looking for more funding. So that's usually what happens. I guess that's what I mean. They need more money. Let's put it that way. Um, and it's probably because they're paying people like Adam Sandler to do this uh, comedy special. I assume. I haven't looked at the numbers. All right. I speak out of my buttocks, but at least I admit it. I make hypotheses, but I don't treat them as if they're facts the way that Don Trump does. Don Trump says whatever is in his mind as I am right now, but he cites it as facts. He cites it as facts. That's the difference between him and I. I'll let you know if I think it's a fact or not. And it doesn't matter if I think it's a fact because it's either a fact or it's not. Nevertheless, though, I am excited about Sandler's special. Let's move on. Sarah Silverman, uh, recently she came out and was talking about Louis C.K. All right, so that was a big thing about our podcast last time. And she talked about how um, Louis C.K., uh, asked her uh, multiple times if he could masturbate in front of her and she said that oftentimes she would say yes you know first time he asked her she was like fuck yeah I want to see that thing you know so she seems like she was into it well she doesn't seem like you know she she definitely shared that she she was into it oftentimes not all the time but she did say that she got his consent before doing anything and if he wasn't uh, you know if she wasn't feeling it, they'd go grab pizza or something uh, she clarified that they were on the same level so that he did not have the ability to use any type of power over her. It was more so just as friends or just for fun. You know, something that I personally, you know, have asked. I've asked, I've asked friends of mine if I could masturbate in front of them before. And if they said yes, then I did. If they said no, I didn't. Um, um, you know, and, uh, you know, she differentiates that um, she doesn't say that what he did is okay. I think that the, the distinction she makes was simply that, uh, you know, that it was, it, he didn't use any power over her because she was already established. And some, anyway, some woman came out, not some woman, I apologize. Her name is Rebecca Corey. Uh, she called Sarah Silverman out, right? She called her out saying that it was kind of like making, she, she thinks that Sarah Silverman is making, gosh, this dog's bone stinks. Ugh. He's like chewing on it and licking my feet at the same time and it's very distracting. He likes to touch, he likes to have body contact with me all the time. But I feel like my feet are just disgusting from walking around in this apartment with all his mess. You know, he poops and pees like 30 times a day. All right, let's go back to the Sarah Silverman thing. So Rebecca Corey, I saw this Twitter kind of like conversation between them, uh, you know, and, it's, and, and basically the outcome is that, you know, Rebecca felt that she had to work really hard for an opportunity to work with Louis C.K. before he kind of pulled his masturbation move on her and felt that, uh, you know, it was it was heartbreaking. And, and, you know, she put years into of work into this opportunity and, and it resulted in that. I don't I forget what what happened afterwards, but um, in that case, whether Louis realized what he was doing or not, that is absolutely wrong. You know, I, I will go back and, and clarify for all the listeners, abusing power is wrong. So once it's done, once the deed is done, it's done. And I think it's important for Louis to try and make amends with those people. Anyone that feels that their career has been jeopardized or hurt or anything like that, like... I do think that Louis should personally reach out to those people and offer some type of um, con console uh, or or way of reckoning, uh, you know, righting those wrongs. Um, but you know, I've already I've already stated all that, so I don't need to beat a dead horse. Um, but it's just something you know he may not have realized that right, he, he, which doesn't make it okay. Um, but you know that's something we do have to we do have to be aware of. 
So, what are you going to do to make it better? What are you going to do to right your wrongs? What are you going to do to own up to the mistakes you've made? I think is a more important question that we all have to ask ourselves in life uh, because everybody has made mistakes. So, yeah, what are we going to do to move forward and, and move on? You know, and somebody that's willing to do those things to, to overcome mistakes, I think they are worth, they are, they should be given a second chance. Uh, I don't think that, uh, again, I don't think that Har what Harvey Weinstein did or uh, Bill Cosby did are, are forgivable for them to be able to have a career uh, in the future in, in, in entertainment, but that's a different story. Anyway, um, let's see here. This dog is killing me. It's climbing all over me. Its breath smells like shit. Jeez. Uh, Relax. I'm trying to do a podcast here, Gatsby. You little great Gatsby. You little tiny... He's a tiny Gatsby, right? Uh, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande recently uh, broke up. I, I think I told you guys that. But uh, kind of kind of an unfortunate deal. They're, they're both starting to kind of get more public and I don't think they really shared a reason as to why they broke up I think it's only uh hypotheses up until this point um I think a lot of people felt like it had something to do with Mac Miller's death uh I mean that's a that's a fair hypothesis that was my first thought I mean I when, when Mac Miller passed away my first thought was oh shit he couldn't handle you know everything going on with Pete Davidson and Ariana that's heartbreaking he must really care and just w was really hurt you know that was that was that's also a hypothesis, and no, only a heaven knows the real reason. God rest his soul. I love his music, um, but nevertheless, uh, Pete's been talking about. He talked about his his uh, this benefit recently that Judd Apatow put on. I guess it's called the Swing Left benefit. You know, he's a very hardcore liberal, and his Twitter is just full of political uh, slants toward. Um, you know, you know, bashing Trump essentially, and um, getting, you know, getting the left to, uh, you know, the liberals to uh, kind of tip the scales, right? Uh, apparently, Pete Davidson. What are you doing? Why do you keep jumping up here, dude? God, I can't even think. All right, okay. Are you happy? I just pulled you up. You can, you can chill with me. All right, sorry about that. Gatsby's in. Uh, a little terror this is great i love that I, i've lost my train of thought and you guys are distracted now and wondering whether or not you should turn off the podcast thanks a lot gatsby for ruining the podcast for everybody i'm just kidding i love you you're very cute but you smell like shit all right um so uh pete was talking about how he, he's looking for a new roommate in his set you know that's kind of funny i guess she kicked him out she was the one paying all this money for their apartment um, yeah, I, I would let you move in with me, Pete, if I didn't recently let my girlfriend move in. Uh, sorry about that. Love to help you out there, but I can't, bro. Uh, I saw that you were joking about the neck tat. Uh, you know, covering up the neck tat, too. That's tough. You know, you're scared to get a tat of your mom now because it might, she might leave. Ah, oh, come on. That's, that's heartbreaking, brah. Your mom's not going to leave you. That's a lot safer of a bet than the neck tattoo. 93% of people... Um, said it was a bad idea when Pete Davidson originally got that neck tattoo of Ariana. It's, 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 uh, why did you do that, Pete Davidson? You make the, you made me question your relationship just based on the fact that you got the tat. I mean, I, I love you going all in, bro, but geez, man, burning the, burning the candle at both ends, dude, you know? Anyway, I hope he's doing all right. Uh, I hope, I hope he's doing all right, man. I mean, he seems so excited about all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how he bounces back. Uh, not the end of the world, Pete. Keep your head up. Hey, for anybody out there who's going through a breakup, man, fucking keep your head up, right? It's it's part of life, man. The shit makes you stronger. That's all I can say. Um, Ariana Grande... Uh, I think she's just been kind of laying low. Doing a lot of shopping, apparently, is what I saw. Doing some shopping recently. Uh, posting a couple videos of Mac Miller. So I don't know what happened. I was on stage uh, in Philly on Thursday, and the comedian who went up before me said something very alarming, and I don't think it's true. I think he was just making shit up. But he said that 
uh, Pete Davidson was texting pictures of him and Ariana having sex to Mac Miller. Um, and that's what caused him to kind of go off the deep end or, or have, you know, kind of like OD, which I don't, I mean, if that's true, I, I haven't seen anything about that, so I don't believe it. I think this comedian was just making shit up, uh, which is kind of a weird thing to do. But if that is true, that is so messed up. And I do feel sorry for Mac. Uh, and I, and I, if Pete Davidson was doing that, that is a dick, dick move. Um, and I, I would hope that he wouldn't do something like that. That's, that's evil, you know? Uh, so anyway, Amy Schumer, uh, next headline is pregnant now. Found out via her Instagram story. So congrats to Amy Schumer, um, her and her husband, right? Some dude named Chris. They are, uh, they've been married for a bit now, I guess earlier this year and she's now pregnant. Um, I'm happy for her, even though I do think it's mean how she threw Aziz Ansari under the bus when he went through his thing showing, I think you can be somebody's friend while not bashing them. You can call out somebody's behavior and say that the, the behavior is inexcusable without bashing the person. It's like a parent, you know, um, when you're like, if you're, if your kid gets in trouble at school, you don't throw your kid under the bus and say, you're a terrible kid. You say that behavior is terrible, but I still love you. She didn't do that. She basically said, you're a scumbag, you know? She said, Aziz is, I forget her exact words, but she, she didn't say his behavior was terrible. She said, he's terrible. She didn't even know the whole situation, you know? It's whatever. Speaking of her, I um, I've talked with Brendan Sagalow about her. He's the guy that she interrupted his set at, the, at Caroline's. I'm sure she, she feels bad. If she listened to this podcast, she'd be mad at me for saying things I am not gonna we've already been over that I did a podcast about it so whatever um I am happy for anybody when they have kids just like when they have puppies like myself right uh her and Rihanna are boycotting the Super Bowl next year uh Amy is turning down an ad uh to be played in the Super Bowl while Rihanna is actually she's rejected the opportunity to perform at the 2019 halftime show all of all of these both of these in support of Colin Kaepernick Rihanna was saying that she is protesting based on how the NFL treated Colin Kaepernick let me just remind everybody that Colin Kaepernick sucked when he started taking a knee so that's just something to um to keep in mind he was a fantastic football player uh, when, uh, you know, he took the team to the Super Bowl and the year before, uh, you know, uh, he, he showed signs of true greatness and prominence, and but he was a flash in the pan as far as uh, being a football player goes. Uh, so, you know, I, I think people seem to forget that he sucked when he started taking a knee. That's just something to throw out there has nothing to do with my stance on the whole thing. I just want to remind people that he sucked when he started taking a knee. All right? Anyway, um, going back to uh, Amy Schumer for a second. She's good friends with Nikki Glaser, who I told you guys I saw Nikki at um, the Comedy Cellar talking to Louis C.K. Uh, last week, and uh, I reached out to Nikki. I didn't want to bug her in the moment or interrupt their conversation. I was with my chick. Um, my girlfriend went up to her and just said she and she likes her stuff or whatever, but I could tell Nikki Glazer didn't uh, recognize me. So, you know, it was her, uh, Joe List, and I forget the other comics that were there. Nevertheless, though, I did reach out to her on Facebook because we're friends, and I sent her a, a message through her site, seeing if she'd let me open for her in Philly this weekend because I was in Philly and I wanted to see if she would, uh, you know, help old St. Louis funny boner out, a.k.a. myself. You know, I think we, I think she got her start at the funny bone. Either way, early in her career, we were, we were doing stuff with the funny bone there in St. Louis. And uh, I reached out to her. Never heard back. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like the dot on Facebook. You could tell she never got the message. So she's either intentionally not reading it so it looks like she's not ignoring me. Or she truly didn't get the Facebook message. Will she read my uh, my email 
uh, or my, my direct uh, website submission message. Who knows, but it is too late. I didn't hear back from her. I would have loved to have uh, worked with her at the punchline in Philly, but um, it's water under the bridge, and I did not... I did not perform at the Punchline in Philly this last weekend. Instead, I hung out with my buddy James William John Barriolis II and his wife Chloe and their new daughter Arelli. I'm going to talk about that in a bit, but it, it is a callback to a previous episode. In fact, my most downloaded episode of all time, which was the one about the surprise wedding, uh, took place on July 31st of 2017. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But anyway, let's talk about updates in my world of comedy uh you know i had my second show at the bowery house yesterday right it's, uh two the second week in a row now it's a weekly show very worldly crowd there right it's a it's a really cool like kind of a high-end hostel there in soho you get uh, travelers from all out all around the u.s new york the united states the world and some of them speak, you know, a couple of people in the, one guy in the crowd did not speak any English last night. If I was going to make him laugh, it would just be have to, because I have a funny face, right? Or making funny faces. Uh, but it really, I feel like is helping me stretch as a, as an artist to really get down to the root of what it is that connects all of us. Um, you know, and I, I talked to them about how I've traveled a lot and we're all one, right? We are all one. I've traveled all over the world and if there's one thing I've realized it is that we're all interconnected. We're all, you know, it's very important that we show compassion to one another and don't, you know, ignore the idea of out of sight, out of mind, like, oh, if it doesn't affect me, then I don't care if it hurts some stranger. Well, guess what? You, you're connected to that person. In my idea, in my mind, I, I really do think that we're all uh, a part of the same thing and it's important to... When you treat somebody else with a lack of empathy, you're ultimately treating yourself with a lack of empathy because you are connected to that person. Um, so it's really, it's been very fun to get down. I do worldly impressions, you know, different, uh, you know, Scottish. My ancestors supplied 50% of William Wallace's cavalry. You know, so like getting into that, uh, doing some different impressions from around the world. They seem to like that. My, my host was actually from Scotland last night. Um, so that was definitely, um, you know, that was definitely fun and we're having a good time. So anytime you guys want to come check out the show, let me know. We're at the Bowery house every Monday night at eight. Uh, it's kind of an invite only type thing cause it's a smaller venue or you have to be booked at the, at the Bowery house, but they've been really cool to let me uh, do, do a show there. And it's, it's definitely beneficial for the people uh, including myself, they're able to get some stage time and connect with the audience, right? Handing out flyers, you know, saying, follow me on Twitter. You know, I'm getting a couple more followers as a result. It's just, it's a slow grind, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what else do we have going on next week? The end of next week, I'm going to be going to the Hartford. Uh, I'm going to Hartford, Connecticut for the NACA Northeast Conference, the National Association for Campus Activities or College Activities. Uh, it's a big deal. I'm going to have a booth there. I've been prepping it with my girlfriend. She's been a big help, helping, you know, push the LOL droid empire forward. She is the chief of staff. So if anybody has any inquiries or wants to get involved with LOL droid entertainment, you know, feel free to reach out to my chief of staff, uh, or, or just know that my chief of staff will get in touch with you. Uh, send us an email at laugh at michaeldroid.com. All right, enough about that. Uh, what did I do last week, though? Uh, last week, I got out of the city a little bit. I did a show in New Jersey exactly a week ago tonight. Went out to uh, New Jersey to Nikki's Bar and Grill. It was a lot of fun. We had a couple comics there. Some comics I haven't worked with before. Very fun. Crowd was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was awesome. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun getting out of the city for a little bit, getting a different crowd kind of making fun of New York a little bit, you know, just rotating the perspective, son, right? Uh, and then I went to Philly later in the weekend, uh, which was great. I, I performed in Philly Thursday night uh, at this place called Connie's Rick Rack. I was the feature comedian, so I went last and, uh, you know, did like 15, 20 minutes. 
they it was great. I got to do uh, some dirty comedy there, and they were really liking the butt licking jokes, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, get check out Connie's Rick Rack. Uh, the staff there was dank. We all had a circle jerk and an orgy afterwards. You don't give a shit if I if I just sat here and was like vanilla. Like fair, the people there were nice and you know uh, fun staff. The drinks were tasty and the food was good and it's a nice atmosphere. You guys would you know turn this thing off and and go. Uh, I don't know. You know like. Maybe you would, what are the, asphyxiation? Is that the thing with the belt around the neck and masturbating? I don't know. Like, you got, I got to keep it spicy for you guys is what I'm trying to say. So we all gave each other a circle jerk and licked each other's butts at the end of my show. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, what else? I got a new shirt recently. It says, follow me because I'm hilarious at the droid, right? And on the back of it, it has a big giant eggplant emoji drawn to scale. Uh, no, it, it, it's uh, it's getting it's gotten me one new follower. I, I wore it out in Philly. We were out at the at the liquor store, and there were some people uh, saying something, and I couldn't tell what it was. I was like, "Hey, what's up? Everything cool?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're talking about your shirt, right?" So it got me a little bit of buzz, a new follower. You know, as I was doing a little bit of wine testing, wine tasting, I was being funny. So you know, it kind of matched my personality when I was out there, a little tipsy with my buddy Jimmy. We had a good time. What can I say? Hey, you know. So follow me on Twitter at the Droid. Follow me on Instagram at the Droid. T H E D R O Y D. Okay, awesome. Thank you. And then maybe we can lick each other's butts afterwards if you would like, but no pressure. Okay, thank you. Uh, I got some flyers made recently too. You know, just getting the advertising, getting the name out there. You know, just blasting these flyers out, dude, because it's like so cool. You know, gotta get my name out there, bro. Okay, cool, dude. Anyway. What else has been going on? Uh, I've been working on stuff. I've been talking to some people, getting connected, you know, getting connected with like Funny or Die. Uh, Looks like I might be getting connected with College Humor. You know, I've been working with my buddy Dom Leonelli on writing out ideas for sketches. We might film a couple tomorrow. As I told you, I think I told you guys before, but that model chick I told you I was gonna be making Instagram sketches with, that fell through. I don't wanna say her name, but she's, we are not going to do that, okay? I don't want to say anything disrespectful or inappropriate, but we are no longer going to work together, okay? Um, anywho, oh, man, I'm a little tired. I uh, played with myself earlier, took a nap, and then I woke up because my puppy was running around destroying everything in my apartment, and I couldn't have a good night of sleep. In fact, last night I couldn't sleep because he was running around doing all this crazy stuff, you know? It's like, you know, as soon as I get used to my girlfriend running around the apartment making noises in the middle of the night, you know, going through all my shit, now, now that I'm used to it, we gotta up the ante. It's like, gosh, you know, like the intensity of the weight of it just increases, you know, now that I've got this puppy doing the same thing. It's like, as soon as you get stronger, you gotta put on more weight. It's like squatting, you know what I mean, Caleb? (laughs) Caleb Medley. Uh, and w- from now on, what if I just did a shout out to you every single episode? Uh, you, you would start going, Mike, uh, I, I'm concerned. Am I your, am I your only listener? <laughs> um, no, we've we've got some good stuff, guys. Uh, but yeah, so did anybody buy a lotto ticket this last weekend? I never buy lotto tickets. I saw that they have a, they have a movie about winning the lottery. I forgot from like the '90s or something. I watched that with my mom a while back. But I did not uh, see that movie recently. I did buy seven lotto tickets, though. Two bucks each, whatever. I don't know. I, 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 th- I hope I checked it right. I don't even know how to check it. Uh, I, I should double-check those lotto, t- lotto tickets because I, uh, I don't think I checked it right. Anyway, what are you going to do with the money if you guys win? I know what I would do. I would just do what I'm doing now. I'd be a self-funded comedian. I would do self-funded tours and shows all over the world, and I'd, I would never even charge people to go to my shows. And I'd also save the elephants. When I needed a break from my comedy, I'd just live in Africa on one of those elephant restoration farms where uh, they save them from the poachers or whatever. Like when baby elephants, or like when, a, when an elephant gets killed for its tusks and the babies are, are needing some, some tender love and care, I would be out on the farm doing that. I would do comedy for the elephants too because elephants are really smart. So I'd practice my routine for them. 
just like I'm doing with this little doggy here, Gatsby, he's actually a rescue. I think I said that already, but, uh, you know, we're giving him a home right now until he can find one. And I have a feeling my girlfriend's going to adopt him without asking for my permission anyway, just like she freaking fostered him without asking for my permission. She just, she didn't ask me, she just told me, you know, she just told me. Uh, she didn't come to Philly this weekend. We had this great weekend planned to see my buddy Jimmy and his wife. We were going to introduce everybody, and of course, my girlfriend, I went into Philly first, and she never came, you know. <laughs> she does have an excuse, though. She did get sick, and we didn't want the, the baby to get sick. I was already kind of halfway over my cold, and she was still on Friday feeling under the weather, so we made the decision to, to see how she felt on Saturday, and she was still feeling sick. And uh, I'll be damned, you know, if she didn't make it out. But, ah, gosh dang it, you know. It is what it is, right? Um, she bought me this cool... Did I tell you guys about the St. Genesius or Genes, Genesius necklace she got me? It's uh, He's the patron saint of actors and comedians. He defied the Romans. Uh, so I wear this around my neck all the time. He defied the Roman emperor and declared his true belief into who he believed the true king was. And the Roman emperor was very mad at him and beheaded him, but he never renounced his faith. Um, and it was kind of one of those late, um, later uh, blossomed faiths that didn't just uh, appear right away. In fact, for a long time, he, he was mocking Christianity uh, to impress the emperor and had a change of heart one day on stage and, and just wanted to help the emperor uh, from his perspective, you know. He wasn't trying to be a jerk or anything, but he, he wanted to help the emperor, you know, by, by trying to help the emperor and saying, hey man, you know, this is actually what I believe in. And the emperor said, no, right? And then they cut off his head. So St. Genesius, she got this for me, the patron saint of comedians and actors. And I think, I think I'm funnier when I wear the St. Genesius the Saint Genesis. I, I thought it was Genesis, like Sega Genesis, but it's Genesis. Um, anyway, uh, like I said, uh, my buddy Jimmy. So, so if you listen to episode, I forget what it, it was. The one on July thirty first of twenty seventeen. It's the one where they had the surprise wedding. Jimmy and Chloe. Um, you know, they they basically had their first daughter born just about a year after they got married and I got to meet her for the first time this weekend Arely Arley actually A-R-E-L-I it's a Hebrew name for Lion of God Chloe uh, is Jewish and um, I think that led to the Hebrew name right however I don't know if that's necessarily the reason I mean I, I wasn't raised Jewish and Michael is Hebrew but it's also it's also well Mikael is Hebrew there's a lot of names that originated in Hebrew, um, you know. Anywho, let's move on, guys. Anybody horny? Alrighty then. Want to lick each other's butts? No, not right now. Well, did you shower recently? Yeah, dude. I have a bidet now. Okay, awesome. Let's do it. All right. Um, yeah. It was cool uh, meeting Arlie, and it was fun reminiscing on... Uh, on life with my buddy Jimmy. Now we're playing uh, chess with each other. We play, we've been playing nonstop chess. I think I got him on the most recent game. I was tipsy on Saturday, so he beat me a couple times, but I'm gonna blame it on the alcohol. Uh, we are playing an ongoing back and forth game of chess on our phone, a chess app. And this is our exciting 30 plus years of age, what it's come to as the this is the way we get our wieners wet now, is we play each other in chess. Um, and uh, when I see a new move from Jimmy Bariolis on the chess app, I get very aroused. All right, let's see here. It was homecoming on Saturday, so that was really cool to be with Jimbo. The night, you know, uh, homecoming, Missouri homecoming, you know, we were the school that started doing homecoming. Uh, back in the 1800s, we were the first school to have a homecoming. We set that trend big deal especially as a former football player for the Tigers we did win this last weekend it was fun watching them play um you know you know we uh, we tore it up is what I'm trying to say got to got to have a couple beers with Jimbo while watching the Tigers tear it up I was tweeting at 
I saw this fun uh, Instagram post by Harpo's in Columbia, Missouri. Shout out to Harpo's Pub and Grill. I think it's Pub and Grill. It is a pub and a grill, but I don't know if it's Harpo's Pub and Grill. They they posted a, a funny meme of, uh, you know, when all the fans rush to field, you know, at a night game. It was probably a Nebraska night game or one of those big wins where the where the, the whole stadium rushed the field. What what people used to do is they would cut down the goalposts before they got these new special kinds of goalposts that just like dissemble as soon as the game's over. These old like the the metal goalposts that were like fixed in place. Harpos would like these people would like rush the field, cut them down, and then they would carry them back to Harpos and cut the goalposts up to divvy them out for, you know, uh, like trophies. I guess you could say. And Jimmy, they had their their funny meme was. You know, back how we used to travel to Harpo's after game day before Uber and Lyft because it showed, like, somebody riding the goalpost while a bunch of people were carrying it. Very funny. So I screenshotted that, tweeted at Harpo's, and I said my buddy Jimmy, um, you know, actually did this back when Mizzou beat Nebraska in 2003, and he still has a piece of the goalpost, and they tweeted back at me, which was pretty cool, telling, telling me that they think Jimmy's a pretty cool dude. Uh, I was worried that, you know, I was going to get him in trouble, but they clarified that under the statute of limitations that he should be good now. And I appreciated that education because it allows me to want to open up and share some things about my own homecoming. Uh, Caleb Medley and I did a podcast uh, a year ago, if you guys haven't heard it. We talked about how I got in trouble at homecoming. And I think I may, there was a piece of that podcast that I cut out because I was nervous but I think due to the statute of limitations, I might include the story about how I got arrested at Missouri's homecoming like at least seven years ago now and how uh, it was one of the craziest nights of my life, a one-time ridiculous experience uh, from the from the account of Caleb Medley. I do think it's worth a listen if you guys can uh, have a, the attention span long enough to get to that point in the podcast. I'll probably save it to the end just to kind of get everyone's wieners wet but uh definitely missouri homecoming has a, an important part of any missouri uh, alumni's heart so um yeah what else guys this puppy this puppy follows me everywhere gatsby he's he's i can smell him right now he's sleeping of course he's stinking up all my clothes all everything that i own he's just shitting on everything um, he's extremely cute. He, I went downstairs with him yesterday for the first time. I've been keeping him in the apartment because he's not supposed to leave yet until he gets all of his shots. So we kind of like quarantine him in my apartment. But yesterday I had to go down and I couldn't leave him in here because if I try to leave him in the apartment, he, he barks the whole time. He, he hates his kennel. We haven't tried kennel training him, which is probably a bad thing. But we just let him sleep with us every night. So he's spoiled already. He hates his kennel. When I try to walk out of the apartment for two seconds, he won't stop barking. So I had to go to run an errand, and I brought this fool with me. And I just felt I felt like when a celebrity gets, like, slammed by the paparazzi and, like, they just swarm them. That's how I felt when I went downstairs in my building with this puppy. All of a sudden, just everybody was coming up, wanting to pet him, wanting to talk to me about him. And I was very, like, blindsided by it. I was kind of in my own head. I was just like on a mission to go run this task and I wasn't expecting to talk to people and then you know when I said that like oh we're fostering him blah 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 then a bunch of people wanted my phone number you know they wanted like information what kind of dog is he and I'm like come on man like I didn't want to be rude but like yo like I you I'm my mind is completely somewhere else right now people and and also you know what I'm st he's starting to grow on me so like when people actually like wanted his information I kind of got a little defensive I was like hey this is my dog motherfucker you know it's kind of like when Big Daddy you know got that kid and then yeah and then you know social services try to either take him back or whatever it's like no I I'm thinking about keeping the kid you know I'm thinking about keeping the dog he's peeing and pooping everywhere I'm just throwing newspaper down. You know, my girlfriend wants me to do something big with my life, so I got this dog, you know. Uh, he's a cute fella. He's uh, he's already adopted my personality. And if I don't pay him, if I don't give him enough attention, he'll 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 throw a fit. So um with the craziest thing, he did the craziest thing yesterday. I 
I was clipping my toenails and I, they were very long, right? So I like organized them on this, like I set them on this little like uh, dresser thing, the bottom part of this like uh, footstool dresser thing that, you know, it's like a, a coffee table that you can put your feet on when you're watching TV. Anyway, I, I, I had like 10 really big giant toenails that I clipped and I was just gonna take a picture of them before I threw them away because they were like so ridiculous. I don't know, maybe I'd tweet it or something. Just do something with the memory uh, in a comedic fashion. And I went to go grab my, like my, my camera, my phone or whatever. And when I came back, all the toenails were gone and this fool freaking chewed on them and ate them. If I'll be by the beard of Zeus. Uh, I, that's crazy. This this fool ate my no no wonder why his breath stinks so much. You know what I mean? Freaking eating my toenails. What a bozo this little creature is. Uh, he cries whenever I try to leave. Like I said, he throws a fit. He barks. He cries. He, he reminds me of myself though. That's why I, I have a soft spot for him. Is because it reminds me of myself when my girlfriend leaves and turns off for location sharing services. You know, I, I, I just throw a fit and I bark and I cry and I, I just want her to come back and I don't I don't like that she leaves me hanging like that, you know. So so I can understand where my pup is going and really I don't actually leave. I just wait outside the, the door to see if he'll ever stop crying, you know. And since he doesn't, I'll just come back in. I, I wonder if that's what my girlfriend does is, is she doesn't actually ever leave because she, she feels bad breaking my heart. Um, I guess I guess we'll never really know, you know. Um, but like I said, I'm going to Madrid on Thursday. I am very excited about that. Uh, so I'm leaving my puppy with my girlfriend for a few days. Uh, I'm going to go see my mom. Uh, if anybody knows of any places for me to get on stage in Madrid, I am excited to explore that territory. And if anybody's going to the NACA Northeast Conference in early November, come hit me up. We can uh, hit that up together. I'm going to perform at the Funny Bone while I'm out there. And, uh, you know, I'm just continuing to refine and hone the craft, baby, just one day at a time. Um, so thank you for tuning in. And uh, I think uh, to, to end this podcast, I'm going to leave you with uh, an excerpt from an old podcast. It was the episode with Caleb Medley and I. It was episode 31 where we talk about Missouri's homecoming. I hope you guys enjoy it, and I hope you're enjoying your fall so far. Happy Halloween, you motherfuckers, and uh, enjoy the scary movies. Enjoy the trick-or-treating. If you're, if you're not good with scary movies, then just don't watch them. You know, some people... Uh, I, I, I know some people, as they've gotten older, they just don't do scary movies anymore. You don't have to prove anything to yourself. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Piss on it, dude. You know what I mean? Just... Uh, no reason to torture yourself with the scary movies, guys. Anyway, enjoy the uh, homecoming stuff, and uh, we'll be back soon. All right? One love. Hey, guys, we're all one. Do we want to talk about... The night in Columbia. I, you know, that was just on my mind. I think we could. Uh, I don't think your listeners have heard the story, and I don't they've know how. Heard in, they've heard bits, bits and, and pieces. pieces. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, we had a homecoming. If you listen to every episode, you know we uh, Michael came back for homecoming. How long ago was that? I think I was like twenty three or twenty four at the time. It's so like six years ago. Okay. We came back for homecoming, and Michael had a pretty crazy night, and I was with him for the whole time. <laughs> and uh, so we go to the football game, have a great time. And, uh, Did I see you uh, at the game? I don't remember if I saw you at the game or not, but we, we knew that each other were in town because we talked. So we met up after the game at a bar, and we ended up going to one of your buddies' frats, I think. Yeah, Kappa Alpha. Went there. Did we go there together? Yeah. Okay. We went there. Um, I was really drunk. I don't even know. <laughs> I thought we like ran into each other randomly there. Okay. I wouldn't have been there without you. Okay. Oh, uh, I appreciate that. 
It's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I wear Sperry's, but uh, <laughs> that's about as far as it goes. Um, now, we had a good time, and, you know, a couple 22, 23-year-olds drinking way too much, but really enjoying ourselves, and started there, kind of migrated downtown, hit a couple bars, but on the way downtown, uh, it started, I don't know if you remember this, but it started on College Avenue, and you mooned somebody. You were wearing gym shorts and a long sleeve shirt and a backwards hat, I'll never forget. <laughs> and... Uh, Great, uh, great outfit to go out in, by the way. <laughs> it gets all the girls. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, you mooned somebody. You mooned a group of girls or a group of somebody, and they died laughing. It was really funny. So it basically injected momentum into this type of behavior, right? It like, and there was a small spark in you that got people to laugh, and you were like, "I gotta, I gotta feed the fire." <laughs> so, I gotta feed the fire. Bad move, ladies, by laughing at that. <laughs> so I blame them, but um, it turned into you mooning more people and mooning more people, and then it uh, eventually turned in as we made our way downtown. You know, not just the back half of your shorts coming down, but the front half as well. <laughs> which, as we get into more and more visibility, <laughs> which, there was a lot of positive reactions. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, <laughs> tell me about the positive reactions. Guys and girls were dying laughing. Uh, there were some cute girls out. You know, I know nothing happened that night. I don't even remember this. Do you don't remember there was this. girls digging this? Yeah, there were girls into it. I'm telling you, I was I was way more sober than you, but I was still drunk. Uh, but people were dying laughing. Only a couple people weren't weren't into it. Really? I'm gonna say 95 percent of people were were dying laughing. Wow, so that's awesome. As we move closer to downtown, we get to Ninth and Cherry. <laughs> Which we revisited last night, and uh, in memory, <laughs> the sacred cemetery of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael is lay- <laughs> Michael is laying in the middle of the intersection with his gym shorts and compression pants around his ankles <laughs> on his back, making some interesting gestures. Feet up, feet up. So. Uh, People were dying laughing. I was dying laughing. People had their phones out. And you can take it from here if you want. Well, I think one of the things that you told me to make me feel better because I was depressed, I got in trouble for it, which is a whole other story. Uh, by the way, I didn't, I'm not saying that I did any of that. I'm not going to like. <laughs> he cannot confirm nor deny I, any allegations. I can't against him. confirm nor deny um, what you just said. But what I do remember saying is I was depressed. Uh, uh, afterwards, for for different reasons, and I remember one of the, a couple of things that Kale told me to make me feel better. Hopefully, they were truths, and I, I don't know why you'd bullshit me, but you told me that one guy told you 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 spoke with a couple different people, and there was one guy that said something like, "Man, the day that I have the level of confidence that that guy does." <laughs> is the day that I have maxed out on the amount of confidence that is capable of <laughs> That's uh, true. me. I, That's I don't right. remember the exact words. Yeah, or, that's pretty close. Um, and I feel like you, there was somebody else that said something cool to you that I was like, wow, don't, don't, uh, don't, what is it, condoning? Condone? I'm telling you, people, people were dying laughing, and they were into it. <laughs> <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. But, uh, yeah. The, uh, that guy said something. I, somebody else said something positive about you, too, to me, because I don't know why. I was just standing on the corner watching you <laughs> like a creep <laughs> by myself. <laughs> but uh, a cop pulls up pretty rapidly, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, you were you're a pretty fast guy. You ran track, wide receiver football, and you you had tennis shoes and gym shorts on, and you took off. Before anybody knew what happened. And uh, so there was a chase. Lasted a little while, but uh, eventually caught up with you. And Well, this is where I get to show my vigilante side. Um, the reason I got caught was because I surrendered. And the reason I surrendered is because in order to get away, I would have had to potentially endanger other people. So rather than taking that risk, 
I decided to lay down and surrender because I didn't want to put other people's safety in jeopardy, and that's the truth. Okay. There's no way I would have gotten caught um, if it weren't for if, that. If it wasn't for that, okay. because I went down an alley and it was a little bit crowded in there, and I could have stormed through and pushed people out of the way or whatever was necessary to get through, but it was so crowded. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know what? I, I just laid down and put my hands out and said I surrender. You know. So. You went around the corner faster than I got there, and they, they already had you whenever I got around the corner. So I, I didn't know that, and I never heard you say that, but that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I figured, you know, six, seven years later, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's safe to put this stuff out there, but I... Statue of limitations. Which is what? Double jeopardy thing? No, statue of limitations is, uh, you know, if you commit a crime or something after X amount of years. I think it's, for most things, it's seven. Really? You can't be charged with it. So maybe I shouldn't put this podcast on the air until it's exactly seven years. So homecoming. So you've got, like, a month. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if I put it up, like, now and somehow <laughs> it came back to bite me within this, like, one-month window? No way that happens. Um, no way. I need to I need to look up the statute of limitations um, for Missouri specifically. But Caleb... I don't know. I don't know if we could top that. I think that might be the thing to end on, unless you have anything in particular that you wanted to crunch out. Um, like I said, we could be here for four or five hours talking if we Is wanted it? to. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs>